Alright. Nah. Now we're live. Oh shit. Game Boys. Happens every week. And girls. Yeah. Game Boys, Game Girls, all of them love Chipzel. I don't know. Like Chip Tunes. Sean I, is gonna see some. I like Chipzel. However, I'm not gonna be seeing Chipzel. Okay. Do you recognize any of the artists on the lineup or uh, no, well now I do because I looked them up weeks ago and I've been listening to them, but beforehand, okay. no. You That's didn't know Bit Brigade or Bit Brigade? Uh, you know, I probably have heard that term before. The term, the term Bit Brigade. They're, they're you know, it's well regarded. But are these like eight bit people's people? Is that website still around? That's kind of when I got into chip tunes. That's where I got them from. And That's I where just... I got them from too. I don't know. Okay. Bandcamp is where I listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for well, I guess we're talking about Rockage 3.0, which is not the best title. That's, but is it the third annual? Is that why? It is the third annual, and it is a... It's not just chiptunes, however, there's a lot of chiptune artists there, but it's video okay. game music, video game inspired music, and yeah. retro video game convention happening in San Jose. I guess the first one is tomorrow, it's three days, I'm going for just Saturday. Okay, I saw Scapegoat 2 is going to be there, so there's, like, new indie games as well. Yes, there's a few indie games, and some kind of California extreme presence, from what I understand. Oh, okay. So just a bunch of arcade games. That sounds sweet. Yeah. Are you going to be I'm back? looking forward to it. It should be a good time. You're not going to be there when California Extreme is happening, are you, in July? I won't. That's the summer. Oh, okay. That's that's a shame, but I guess this this is a thing. That's that's cool. It has the weather like is it good time for a festival right now? Is it okay there? Or is it kind know. of unseasonably not great? I guess This is awesome because my thing is not recording. But whatever, I'll just take the audio out of the video. Oh, okay. What happened there? New program, Adobe The Future. The, ball. the future. Of podcasting. Okay. Are you going to pick up on another program or just all from here? No. Uh, okay. Well, okay. There, I started recording again. I I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> all right. something out. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, well. For those watching live. Anyway, um, I don't know. Hey, let's go around the table. Best chip tunes happening right now. John, what's your favorite band? Uh, Simon Vickland is my favorite band. He's a great band. That guy's yeah. great. Is that chiptune? He does, he's done some chiptune-ish stuff, but mostly not. Does he okay. perform live at all? Or okay, Disaster Piece is actually my choice. So okay, they're they're popular. They're the the floor is made of jelly. They're working on that game. It's a he. Okay. They, it's just one guy once again. Yeah. Disaster Piece cool. is one guy. The, okay, fine. It's not an art collective or anything. It's just one person. Okay. No. Fez, right? That was that. That was that person. Fez, uh, the puzzle, puzzle agent games that you were so into. That was him too. Okay. I did not know that. Yep. Shoot many robots. Bunch of other games. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm surprised you didn't say Phantom Inc. I, well, wait. I, like, what are some of those Hotline Miami tracks? Moon. I think who does that? Moon. Is Isn't it a solid. group of people? It's a bunch of them, like Jasper Byrne. Moon, Moon did the more popular one, Hydrogen, which is that super funky electronic one. Okay. And then Perturbator? Isn't that one? Sounds right. Yeah. They're, that's pretty good, too. So I'll go with those. I haven't listened to Infinity Shred slash uh, 
what were what they used to be called? The Transformer, Starscream. That's what they used to be called. I haven't caught up on their recent stuff, so whatever. And Sean Chipsell, or is there someone else from this new lineup? Or Chipsell at the moment is my favorite. She's real good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Music. That's what we're here to talk about. Pretty much, right? This is, this is your rodeo this time, right, Sean? Right? I, actually, I thought it was technically John's. We didn't really talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no one told me this, so that's why I haven't said that we're here on the Top 10 Perspective today. Oh, okay. okay, we are. The date is February 6, 2014. Yes, it is. I am joined by Sean Booker. I'm playing uh, Brave the Default. And Nathan Rohr. I, I'm not playing anything. I'm just I'm holding this gamepad. It's the Olympics today, also. We is it? That. It starts like in 12 hours or something. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say, did like the big event performance, like the opening ceremony, well, it, happen? It said February 6th on the ad I saw, but I guess February 6th over in Sochi is like later. They're not doing stuff yet, so I'm pretty sure nothing's happened. But yeah, because the they're, they're GMT like mm, plus four or something, or plus three, aren't they? So it's midnight there. No, the it's it's like the next day. So yeah, I know in Japan already? they're ahead of us. Maybe it's just our coverage begins February 6th, and it's just like... Our, our coverage is supposed to begin, like, before the actual Olympics start, so we'd be... Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's just, like, there's a bunch of journalists there talking about stuff that's going to happen, and, like, they have, like, and, sports centers. And how and bad the hotels are, apparently. Yeah, that's all I've been seeing is just pictures of toilets. Just a lot of toilets. Just toilets everywhere. And too many of them. And sometimes half of them. It's weird. But, yeah, welcome to Russia. Fun Hooray! Times. All right, and I'm your host this week, John, and we will be starting with what Nathan's been playing. Okay. Um, let me just go to the list. Okay, Although, so before we go to the list, I'd like to point out something. Sorry. I just what? Realized. What's, what's going on? What's going on? It's an important episode for us. What? what? Yeah. It's episode 199. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought you were going to like get it wrong and I was no, going to be like I actually uh, went and double checked to make sure cuz I'm like there's no way like they haven't said a single thing we're making a big deal about this. Next week is our 200th episode. But 199 only comes once, right? So exactly. So does every other special. I know. I know you're right, but it's kind of kind of special. 99 you know 1999. <laughs> yeah. Segway us Nathan, what do you Hotel mean? what's the hotel desk one? 215? To, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. So, um, anyway, four I, months I, from now, we'll do a special hotel desk. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> don't make I me go back and just grab my copy of that game. Just we, I have a copy of that game too somewhere. I remember you liked it more than I did, right? You actually finished it. Like I just yes. kind of flaked out at part part way through. I, I like still want to play that, that sequel. <clears throat> did it only come out in the UK or something? Or yeah, it was in English yeah. as far as I'm aware. I have a friend who has it. I just need to borrow it off him. Okay. Um, I guess totally in that vein of like adventure game stuff, I played the rest of 999 uh, Zero Escape, I guess is the franchise. So how'd you like the big reveal? Um, I actually decided like going up to it, I was like, I want to see all these endings, so I saw all of them. Oh, okay. Um, I liked some of them. There was like, w- there was two endings that were just kind of nothing happens, but the ultimate ending was pretty sweet. It was it was pretty good. Well, to be fair, there's like two ultimate endings because one you have right. to get. Yeah, you need to do one in order to see the other, and I screwed that up too. Even though I was looking at the flowchart for the rest of my playthrough, I ended up going down a dead end path yet again, 
I got the wow. coffin ending last week, which is useless. You don't need it. It's a waste of time. But I saw it anyway, so great. Um, I don't know what, like, I, I, I really like how that game kind of encourages you to go through multiple times, I guess. Like, some, like, honestly, thinking back to, like, some Telltale stuff, like, they don't want you to do that. Or, like, David Cage games, they don't want you to do that because then you're ruining it is kind of the thing. It's like, no, don't go down there because then you'll see that it's all just tricks and we actually don't have too much variation. Whereas this is just like, do that. Please do that. Go see all of our content. We want you to go do that. And I'm like, yeah, good. It, like, plays to my compulsions as a player because, like, I want to see everything. So by putting that in there, that's kind of cool. And it's totally that great game to just wind down at the end of every day. Yeah. I played that just spread out and it works perfectly. It's just like like reading a book. It's just a, a book. Which so did you like the the big reveal? I'm trying to think like which specific revelation would be the thing, but I guess I do you know. like all of them? Like I don't know. Yeah, like the other experiments and whatever. Like all the sh- oh yeah okay. I guess like the final f- scene was pretty great. Um. Yeah, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, don't Although say, I did, don't say much more. So I know it's one of those games where like a single sentence could kind of ruin a bunch of stuff. So I don't want to get too into that. But I ended up liking a lot of the characters. Um, and yeah, it, it was just fun and silly. Like the humor in that game is maybe like a little really dumb sometimes. Like it's just double entendres is their big joke. They just love those. So I don't know that that aspect of it was a little cringy sometimes but it, i don't know it, it was generally really fun and actually so much so that i've just gotten so used to having that as part of my life that i rolled right into the sequel i started playing the second one despite everything we said really too much you didn't too think soon. you were burnt out at all no I, i'm just like i want more nonary game i want more mystery just let me let me have it and well please don't spoil anything for me i have not started that game yeah i, I won't get into anything i've seen story-wise or whatever i guess i will just say like you could see the budget like went up like it's just all 3d now and it's all just like way more elaborate in a way so that's kind of cool also voice acting though which in me like initially really put my like you know hairs in the back of my neck up i don't know i got a little like ah i don't want to hear this i just want to read a book what's it doing why is it talking but I got over that at some point and most of the performances are totally fine some of them are actually really good so I'm I'm over what that. What are you playing it on? Uh, Vita. I'm I'm playing it on the Vita. Okay. Did you Which, buy it or did you have it from PlayStation Plus? I have it from Plus actually. So okay. I just jumped on there. Cool. Um, I had it installed already and everything. So yeah. And I don't know. Like I'm still on my first initial playthrough, so I'm assuming you replay it because they have all the question marks on the thing. And yeah, there's like 30 endings now or something. Yeah, a couple dozen. A lot. So. I'm still unraveling like the initial mystery, but pretty pretty promising so far. Um, maybe a little like I got really used to the stylus business on the DS, so having to kind of use this touch screen or like use the joysticks to kind of aim my cursor around is a little weird, but it's uh it's it seems fine. Um, I guess beyond that, I've I've also been playing Ollie Ollie quite a bit. I'm on pro levels now, so getting some giant combos and stuff. There's a few challenges where they ask you to do like a very specific trick that I still have problems with because it's just like I don't I don't think curling the joystick does that I don't I don't think you know like press left button whilst doing a quarter circle backwards like it's just I don't I don't know I 
like when it's just like, hey, get a giant combo, like just get X number of points. I love doing that. But once it gets a little more nitpicky about it, I get to, I don't know, I get a little less good. But um, I don't know. I did okay on the daily grind yesterday. I was number 16 last I checked. So I was like, nice. the daily challenge? Yeah. Out of, uh, I don't know. How, that's the thing. I don't know how many people are playing it. So it's like there could be like 28 people that played the challenge. I wonder if daily challenges are going to like, like for real daily challenges are going to be a thing now. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's it's a solid idea to kind of just keep people checking back and makes leaderboards matter in a cool way. So I, I'm down for that. But um, yeah, that, that, that game's pretty fun. I don't know. I kind of wish you could change your guy. Like I wish you could customize your dude like just unlock a new hat or something like he's just default skater guy all the time but i don't know that's a weird nitpicky thing um then i bought luminous on steam Ooh, right yeah there was a night this week i wanted to play some broken age but you played luminous for the entire evening i did um did did you have you played that version or something, John? Or I I've heard it's got the same issues the Xbox Live one had. Yeah, with, with like no skins unlocked by default, lots of DLC. Oh, is that well? Maybe that's what. It, okay, like I know it. I bought it bundled with the Advance Pack, and Ooh, yeah, okay. it, it seemed very much like this is basically that that Xbox Live version, which is kind of too bad. Um, but yeah, like almost immediately it looped through like it was just like i got through all the skins that were available really quickly and then after i failed eventually it unlocked a bunch of stuff but i wasn't sure if it just unlocked the things i saw for it, it unlocked the things mode. you saw yeah that's oh, exactly okay. what i did gross so yeah it's just uh, not a lot in that game which... be glad you got the advance pack because i think there's even less skins like advance pack is supposed to add a bunch if that was all the skins and the advance pack, this is like I feel real sad now about. If, if memory serves me of the Xbox release, uh, I think there were six skins by that's default. Horrible. Like I went through at least a dozen, but that's not very many. Like that goes really quickly. So I don't know the the Vita version by far. I prefer. I guess I know the, the PSPs and the Vita ones. The handheld ones have always been the best. The ones where they can't nickel and dime you with DLC. Yeah, I, I, and I guess maybe they just gave up on it pretty quickly because those, those are the only two packs available. There's just those two sets. And it's, I'm, I believe it, so. for the PC version, there's a modding community around it. Do not uh, hold me to that, though. I might be wrong. Oh, okay. Um, it's too bad. Like I, I would love to have like big screen Luminous going on, but I don't know. Like, Yeah, I still applied my newfound comboing skills to that game and had a good time, I guess, but... Just the songs and stuff. I just got really into the soundtrack of the Electronic Symphony. So Did it, maybe it came with some of the classic songs. Was Shine in there? Was uh, Shake Your Body? Heavenly Star. So. No, I, I honestly didn't notice anything really standing out. I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. It, it was kind of a bit of a letdown on all fronts. Other than it was still sort of luminous. So yeah, I, I don't know. That was just me sitting in front of my computer and then finding out there was a version on Steam and just being like, all right, let's go. And then should have really researched a little better. I don't know, but whatever. That's that's a thing that happened. Okay, next, though, is this weird kind of mobile game thing I was doing. So, hey, guys, you, you heard of this new game. Oh, no, I know exactly what you're going to say, too. All right, all the kids are talking about it. That's true. My Facebook is... It's just flutter. exploding. It's blowing up right Did now. It? Fresh, hot out of Vietnam. Flappy Bird. Hot out of Vietnam. 
that's where the developer's from. What? Yeah. Um, Flappy Bird is one of the weirdest internet sensations for, like, long-time game plan people, I think. Because, like, I've seen, I read a great article on Polygon today kind of just talking about how it's kind of important, you know? Like, this is kind of an important wake-up call for mobile development in a way, because it's like, the reason this caught on has to be kind of considered, because it's so dumb. Like, it's like, a, it's like just a student game, basically. Like, this guy just well, started games. Like, I played this back in elementary school. It's Copter. Yeah, like, everyone's come, coming out of the woodwork with, like, this is basically just this other game. What the hell's going on? What's wrong with kids these days? And you're just like, I know. You're not wrong. But there's 50 million downloads. Like, everyone is playing it. So Didn't they what, say something like he's making $50,000 a, a day or something like that? On yeah. just ad revenue. Because the game is free which is part of its kind of easy appeal. It's like two megs, free download, and yeah, there's just kind of ads for eBay and stuff on there all the time. But people just don't care. They're just like, whatever, that's fine. And they just compare their scores against their friends and share their high scores and whatever, and it just blew up everywhere. And I don't know, it controls like real bad. Like the bird is like a lead weight flying. Well, it's mm-hmm. copter. It, like- I guess, yeah. And the sound, like the the pipes are just Mario pipes, but whatever. But to be fair, is, is that's how Jetpack Joyride controlled too. Oh, dude, but like way more so. I don't. know. It's like there's such a narrow range you can go through, and then it's just like sweet. My high score is nine. I got nine, and that's that's it. But I, I honestly feel weird. Like I'm even going back to it ever because it's not very good. But I'm still just kind of like fascinated by how big it got. Uh, Dude released two other games last year. I also checked out those. Uh, Super Ball Juggling and Shuriken Block. Or Shuriken. You know, there's like five ninjas and there's Shurikens raining down over a wall and you kind of tap. And Super Juggling, you're just two soccer players kicking a ball. And you just keep doing that. And they're all basically the same thing of just do really good at this one activity and you'll get medals and stuff if you do really well. And that's it. Bare bones, super simple. And somehow that has caught on like wildfire, and it's really weird. So, yeah, trends. I, and I guess the thing was just kind of like no one can predict what's going to catch on. Like marketing, like you can have all the focus groups and whatever, and then just out of completely left field, something could just take everything, like just totally show up and win. And there, no one has the power to predict that. So I don't know. It's been kind of a phenomenon in a weird way. And I don't pretend to totally understand it but i mean it's a vertically oriented one button game like i kind of like that in a way it's just i'd rather pay like a couple dollars for something a little more robust but i don't know did, did either of you look at this at all like it's on android too i've seen footage of it i do not intend to because i'm it. the kind of person who would actually have fun playing that kind of game so I think that's kind of the weird thing. It's like, it's so hard that somehow that hooks people in. It's just like, well, it's bad. Like, that's why. No, 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 dude. I can get a further score. Like, it's so simple. People just want to go further. And yeah, like, you you feel you get pulled into that weird self-defeating vortex of beating your own score. That's kind of what I do. Yeah. It's dangerous, maybe. So, I I don't know. That's happening. That is a thing. Um, and yeah, then I checked out some of his other games. And then just today, like this morning on Twitter, I saw a bunch of kind of dev folk. Uh, Nick Sutner specifically was way into threes. 
which is a puzzle game on iOS as well. It's yeah, kind I've of, been seeing people up with it about this one. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, I, I don't know. You're basically just multiplier, like multiples of three. You're trying to kind of match together, like pair them up, and then the number stacks and gets bigger and bigger, and you're you're trying to just get bigger and bigger numbers. And you have kind of a, I guess, 12 by 4 grid. Like it's, or no, it's no, it's only 4 by 3, I think. It's a little grid of squares that have numbers in them and stuff. And you're kind of constantly sliding around and new numbers are coming on screen, like 1s and 2s, that you then pair into 3s and then pair those into 6s and the 12s. Highest I've gotten, oh, what is it? What? So 96... Times two, it's 192, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the best one I've got. His name's 3J. That's kind of the weird thing. They kind of give each number a little personality, like they're a little guy that like says stuff, or girl, they're little characters, and that's kind of cute while you're playing it, but immediately frustrating when you fail. Like you're just like, ah, oh, like there's this little guy, kind of just I don't know, and then it slowly tallies up your score and forces you to type in your name again every time. That's honestly been my thing, is there's no, like... I've gotten so used to the ollie-ollie, like, just hit the big button, reset, let's go again kind of thing, that not having that is driving me crazy, because it's just like, all right, it's going to pop up the thing, and then Game Center says a little thing, and then I... All right, let's go again. And it takes, like, eight seconds, but it's it's the worst eight seconds. Because I want to keep playing, but I don't know. It's pretty fun, though. It's actually a novel puzzle game. I, I haven't seen anything quite quite like this and i don't know just chasing that high score yet again but it's it's kind of cool a little sluggish though like some of the the way it i don't know menus and stuff transitions like it's a little weird sometimes but i don't know it's like it's first day out or pretty quick like it recently came out so it might be patched to work a little better also i'm on a 4s so that's old now right that's that's old garbage yeah that's all i have yeah we got old phones now by some reckoning, but yeah. Um, and I haven't played The Room 2 yet or anything, but anyway. Uh, next game I played, uh, Sean also played, so maybe he might want to. The Wolf Among Us. Oh, yeah, I played uh, Start to Finish. played it last night. Yeah, I played it today. Uh, I'll start to finish as well. Just kind of sit down for uh, interactive movie mystery kind of thing. Uh, did you like it? Did yeah, you... so I'll be doing a review of it in the next couple of days or so on okay. Comic Book Ben, but... Um... I did enjoy it. I thought uh, some real cool, like, uh, murder mystery elements. Like, it had me hooked on who did what and what's going on. Yeah, who done it. Yeah, some classic. good kind of reveal things later on and a, and a cool, uh, like, a cool, I don't know, like, gasp moment just before the title card sequence. Yeah, I think I might have actually exclaimed, oh, shit, or something, and then it goes to credits. <laughs> I actually, when that happened, I was like, okay. And then the yeah. title card sequence went, and then it came back, and it showed me why that was an oh shit. And I was like, oh, that's right. Well, this game came out like three and a half months ago, so I did not remember this at all. But yeah. if I had played it like last week, that would have been like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they did have a pretty elaborate like recap thing at the beginning of the episode, but it was a little missing beats here and there. So, yeah. I was actually like really kind of not sure where this second one would go, but I was like relieved pretty quickly i guess i'm not gonna say why but the the main like story thrust i ended up kind of being like okay good this is a better direction for things i was i did not know it would go this way 
speaking vaguely about a story, but whatever. I guess for more mechanically, this is probably like the least gameplay I've seen in one of Telltale's like modern day adventure games. Yeah, there's like a couple fight things that happen. There's like I think there's like there's like one fight. At least I only had one fight. Um, For the most part, it was just you literally going through tense situations, but just dialogue. Yeah, and at least for me, I was playing it all like Mr. Nice Guy. I didn't hit people when I didn't have the op- when I didn't need to. Um, there was, was only a one bit place a that forced me to actually fight somebody. Yeah, um, but apart from that, there was one small little twist puzzle thing, which is not even a puzzle. I don't know what the point of that was. Yeah, it's kind of like just the magic. first episode had tons of quick time, lots of chasing and stuff. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just because I think their strongest elements are these dialogue trees so i guess it's yeah, good that yeah. they're kind of leaning into those but just uh, something i noticed is there is almost like no gameplay to that episode two yeah i feel like i was like walking twice maybe it was like there was an area where you could actually walk around but then i was kind of immediately compelled to just ask the person something and then it's like all right back into dialogue let's go yeah. I apparently <clears throat> you don't want to look around this area much and i was like oh okay well whatever let's just keep rolling so yeah i don't know i like the style um, and I am better at, like, I guess I'm just more uh, familiar with this world now or something. The first, the first episode, I was like, this is so weird, like, fairy tales, but dark, like, that's just kind of weird and lazy. But they're starting to actually do some stuff with just kind of how do these characters fit into this world and whatever. I don't know. I'm starting to kind of warm up to the whole cast, maybe. And I'm, I'm cool. kind of... So, yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to the next one, but it was a long wait on this one, right? Was it like yeah. two and a half months, three months? And actually, kind of a funny thing, because The Walking Dead Season 2 just came out, like, what, last month? Yeah. Uh, now that I've heard Clementine's voice again recently, Toad Jr., it's like, nope, you're Clementine, stop talking. Yeah. W- was Bluebeard somebody from Walking Dead? No, he no, he's a new character. He's not in Walking Dead. Oh, you no, mean the no, voice. not the character. I mean the voice. It sounded. Oh, I like, don't know. I'm not sure. I was just kind of like getting this weird kind of like I think I've heard this before in a similar context. I don't know, but I haven't looked through the cast or anything. So, question for you about Bluebeard though. Yeah, is, is he a fable? Like, is he someone I should know? Isn't he just a pirate? Is is he? Isn't he just a legendary pirate? Well, I know there's Blackbeard is a legendary pirate, but is but Bluebeard a thing? Bluebeard. John, consul- story consultant, Bluebeard, do you know what what that is? Bluebeard, I've heard as a name of a pirate before, but I thought it was kind of from, like, a movie. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Is, it, like, is, it, is there some kind of, like, Disney movie or something that I, I'm just not remembering? I mean, there's some, like, more obvious, like, call-outs to stories. Like, well, because, like, like, every uh, like, almost, there, almost there every is other character. There's literally a, a folktale named Bluebeard. Okay, okay. there, there you, go. you go. Who's Georgie, though? Like, that guy, I was just like, I don't know. I, this, I is think he that's just nobody. Okay, he's just a sleazy club owner. Like, that's just that. Maybe, like, I don't know. I've never, I've never heard of a Georgie. And then there was Jack, and I'm like, are you Jack B. Nimble? Is that who you I are? I was thinking Jack and the Beanstalk, but yeah, there's Jack, and I'm like, there's way too many Jacks in fairy tales. I don't know which one you are. And he's just kind of a jerk, and then he leaves, so I don't John, know. John, if I was to say a blonde-haired Jack, who would you think? Uh, Jack and Jill. They're both blonde. Ah, Jack and Jill, maybe. There's another one, so... I, I yeah. feel like if it was Jack and Jill, he would have referenced Jill in some way. Yeah, well, let's see, there, there's, Jack, there's Jack Jack, and Jill, there's Jack B. Nimble, and there's uh, Little Jack Horner. Jack and the Beanstalk? 
That too. Also, Jack. Yeah, Jack the Giant. Jack is apparently a really popular fairy tale name. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little indistinct on that. And you know, they do fun stuff like Aladdin's lamp is there, and he rubs it and stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess there was there there were like one or two moments in the episode where I was like, I think I just missed something. Like I was just like, I that seemed like that was a story beat where it's like you should probably go check that out, and I just kind of pressed the wrong button or just kind of ignored it thinking i could go back and then couldn't because it just kept going but it didn't bother me very much i i don't know but yeah specifically something with the mirror like just before you talk to toad yeah um no or right, right after, after you talk to toad yeah yeah no i know which part you're talking about because the camera straight up pans over to it like yeah. hey do you want to go see what that was about and i was just like i'm trying to even remember what it was though because maybe i can tell you afterwards okay like if you you actually investigated, it's and, it's nothing it's nothing worthwhile. Like it doesn't totally like oh you could have actually known this key piece. Yeah, nothing. Your, okay, but yeah, I don't know some cool developments and uh, yeah, I'm warming up to all this stuff. So there you go, working out. Telltale doing a doing a pretty good job. So. Good music in the title sequence. I really enjoyed that music. Just yeah, they they just have pretty cool sense of. I mean, I think I heard it described as like drive and. What was the other one? Like, there was another... Hall in Miami. Like, it's literally those two were somehow influential in the look and style. And you're just like, okay, I, I buy that. And I like both of those things to some extent. Drive more so for the visual style exclusively. So if you're going to ape anything, take that. And they sort of do. So, sure. It's set in the 80s, right? Like, I mean, there's tape players and stuff. So I believe so, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, that was it for Games for Me. So, John, who's next? Are you going to... Take the my, my list is small enough. I'll go through it. Okay. Uh, I'm playing a lot more Pokemon Y. Still Are you so... like okay? It's three weeks now. Are you enjoying this game? Uh, mm. you, um, you know what? I I think you are. You wouldn't be playing it. I don't know. I've got two gym badges now. So way to go. Is that no. not very many? Like is that okay? Like how many hours do you think? I think it happened? says I'm close to fifteen or twenty. That okay. seems like you're taking your time. Although, like, I played a lot of Tactics Advance and then ended up deciding I wasn't that into it after, like, 20-some hours. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe you're still not. But yeah. I'm not sure. Also, I've, been in, I've been in a weird a RPG. Fool. Tactics Advance is awesome. Like, I, I, maybe. Ta- tactics Advance is good, but I hate that rule system. The judges? The judges? In. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, get out! We're fighting! It's just like, no, you can't do that. Stop it. You're like, uh, this I've, is weird. I've played this Pokemon for weird. 17 hours exactly. I've got two badges, and I've seen 114 Pokemon. Okay, it seems like a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I, I literally just beat the last gym leader. so Or the second gym leader. Okay. That's where I am in the game. So yes, I am just, taking my I am taking my three time. You just sound so pumped right now. It's crazy. I I don't know how I feel about it. It's it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like I'm like, remembering I'm why I used to like Pokemon when I was a kid, and I'm also remembering why I hated Pokemon when I became an adult. So it's just this weird dichotomy of which is gonna win first. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. We'll check in next week, see if you're still still on there. Yeah. Still still enjoying it ish. So, okay. Besides that, I've been playing uh, Mother or Earthbound Zero. So wait, is that what we know as Earthbound, or is that a prequel? No, what we know as uh, Earthbound for the Super Nintendo is Mother Two. I'm playing Mother One. 
Okay. Which is I on the, the Famicom, second. yeah. Okay. Did they establish, like, all the characters in the world and everything, or...? Uh, it's, it's different characters. It's... There's, like, there's three Mother games. Uh, Earthbound is the second one that we got. Okay. And Earth, Earthbound Zero, or Mother One, whichever you want to call it, uh, kind of is a, a pre-telling, I guess, of Earthbound, if that makes sense. Okay. It's is this a, in English? Did we get yeah, this? Yeah, I'm playing an English patch. This is a repro card I'm playing. Okay. Okay. What is a repro card? Like... Re- reproduction cart. Okay. So, so someone, a fan someone took the cart and modified it? Yes, a fan took the ROM, modified a cart, and then turned it into an Earthbound Zero cart. Okay. Or I guess it just says Earthbound. Give me a second here. Does it have a dope sticker on it and everything? Is it uh, like... Yeah, actually. Let me just make sure this is actually visible on camera here. Okay. That's pretty nice. It's it's For some reason, it's like the Earthbound original, like Mother 2 characters. Oh. Even though, yeah, like... That's that's so Jeff, those Jeff people aren't who... in this game. No, but there are people that are similar to them that are in it. It's weird. Okay, so every generation, like, there's always aliens and there's always a lighthouse. See, I'm doing this thing that you guys haven't even. Well, Sean played it, so he yeah, knows on, this bad joke. Yeah, that that was like a year ago almost. But okay, okay, um. Mother, yeah. Why is it called that? Why why are these games called Mother? What's going on with that? Uh, I believe it is because they're supposed to be about the Earth in general. So, so Mother, Mother Earth. Earth, like Mother Earth, yeah. Mother Nature. Also, I, I know that the Mother Three focuses on uh, Mother Na- Mia. That's okay. Mama Mia. It's not quite no, the same. <laughs> uh, Mother Three kind of focuses on uh, machines versus nature. Can't I don't even remember what the actual focus of Mother Two is supposed to be. I don't know it's the mind, and Mother okay. One's kind of the same because like you you learn your grandfather did all these experiments on like psychic powers. He went away. You have to figure out why and what happened. Okay. Um. So I I haven't cracked into Earthbound at all yet. Um. Does the battle system seem the same between them, or like what are you what are you doing most of the time? It it's a traditional JRPG. Like okay. you fight, you fight weird enemies like hippies and stray dogs, okay. and guys, guys named Wally. Just like, Wally. Yeah, he has a pitchfork. Okay. Gotcha. It's a bit of a grind. Uh, the enemy rate on my coffee seems to be pretty high. Like I can take a step, I'll get a random battle. Take another step, another random battle. Wait, what do you mean the enemy rate on your copy? Uh, there are different patches for Earthbound Zero out there that reduce the uh, rate that enemies show up. That's and fascinating. So this one you have is tweaked a little weird, so it's No, this much. this is set to the original difficulty. Oh, okay. For lack of a better term. Hmm. There are copies of the ROM, I think they're called like Earthbound Zero Easy Mode or Easier or Lower Lower uh, random rate, stuff like that. Okay. So this is uh this translated in English, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be playing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kinda of running around fighting enemies. It's it's scratching an itch for some reason I didn't realize I had, which was wanting to play RPGs again. Okay. But uh, it's it's definitely showing. What a coincidence! Itch. I was having that itch just this week. And you have a game that I am waiting to play starting tomorrow, which will probably take over Earthbound Zero and Pokemon. Would you like to talk about it? Only if you're done. I don't. I didn't mean to step on your toes. I was just. I had that same itch. Okay, you guys go ahead. I, I could ask weird more questions about. Like, if you got more questions about mother, I can talk about it. Otherwise, yeah, well, it's just like 
does it seem like it's long in that traditional JRPG way, or is it like were NES era ones shorter? Like NES like, era ones were traditionally shorter, but like this one seems like it could still be a decent length. I don't know what level I'm supposed to be at by the time I finish the game, but I haven't got any new party members yet, and I'm level 15, I think. Okay. Um, I have three of the eight collectible tones I'm supposed to be picking up. So not quite halfway there. Maybe. I don't even think I'm halfway. If I had to make a random guess, I would say a quarter. Okay. But I might be wrong on that. Uh, I get, and I guess last thing really is just like this. Earthbound has a reputation of being kind of funny, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, yeah. like does that carry in this translation? Like, do they do a good job of making it the dialogue pop, or is it not really? Um. Well, I mean, it's not an official really? translation, but I mean, like, yeah, there are yeah. a lot of there are like a lot of weird jokes there. Okay. It shows the quirkiness that you're used to from Earthbound and Mother 3, so... Okay. Sounds sounds alright. I'll probably just play this and see how I like it. The, the you know, the SNES version. It, it is a, the SNES version is a much better game. I will state that. Okay. I don't think there's, there's very few people out there who will argue Mother 1 is better than Mother 2, so... Okay. You're, you're good to keep playing Earthbound. Okay. Cool. And that's and it for all I played. So, speaking of RPGs, Sean, what have you been doing? Uh, I played The Room 2. Yeah, exactly. How was that? Perfect, perfect. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't like it as much as The Room 1. Why is that? I've heard that a couple times now. I think I just prefer puzzle box instead of, like, puzzle boxes that open up into smaller puzzle boxes and stuff, as opposed to just kind of, like, puzzle rooms i guess oh is it a little more like yeah like you go into a room and there'll be like three tables one will have a box one will have like a camera one might have like uh i don't know like a magnifying glass or like a a, not a telescope sure a telescope who cares yeah okay so three Um, and then you'll have to kind of go back and forth between the three of them Mm, okay um which it's fine too. It's basically the same thing, but I kind of just preferred focusing on one thing and getting really precise on the one box. Okay. Because um, like they'll do stuff with the camera, where it's like at one point you're gonna have to take a photo with the camera, and it's like, well, uh, yeah, of course, like that's the most obvious thing. Yeah. But hmm. apart from that, that game still looks really great. The ending's kind of cool. Um, so I would definitely recommend playing it if you like the room. I don't really have much to say about it. It's a it's a big puzzle for the most part. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I can uh, I can talk about Bravely Default because I have that and I'm playing that for review. But that review won't be done for a while because it's an RPG. Okay. But specifically, yeah, I had the kind of the RPG itch because uh, Nathan, you brought it up last week again. The Super Mario book has kind of gotten to me, giving me an itch to like I want to play like old Nintendo games again. Okay. Because just the way this guy talks about each game as they come up, they talk about it's like, but guess what? Miyamoto had the next best thing, and Mario 64 was it, and then talked about why how good Mario 64 was. And I was like, you know what? Mario 64 was really good, and yeah, so was Ocarina of Time. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And just the way this, just the way the author like writes about like the next iteration was coming up, you know, and it's and yeah, I just got nostalgic, I guess, and I was mm-hmm. like. And then somehow that connected to JRPGs, maybe because I played a lot of JRPGs in the past, or because Final Fantasy was mentioned a lot in the book. But okay, I was like, I could sit down for an RPG. And the last RPG I played was uh, Nino Kuni, which came out around the same time last year. So I guess I get one JRPG a year, and it's always at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah, not counting Pokemon. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I really wouldn't. I, I personally, like, I guess, yeah, it's a JRPG, but it's different enough that I'm looking for a more standard JRPG. Pokemon kind of is his own genre now, so yeah, it's it's its own thing. I, I guess. Um, so yeah, JRPGs they come out in February, <laughs> at least the ones I've been playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Bravely Default. Um, I'm liking it quite a bit. I'm only about two hours into the game. Uh, the uh, music's really nice. The visuals are pretty good. However, I don't care too much for the character designs because they have kind of the, like you know, all the remade Final Fantasy games on the DS. The chibi look to them. Yeah, it's kind Uh-oh. of that again. Okay. Um, and I just kind of don't care for that as much. I will say the voice acting is awful. I hate their voices so much. Okay. So um, th- th- you didn't get over that hump like I did with VLR. It's just, it's just bad. I just. I want so I'm almost and I've never done this before, so I'm like fighting it because I don't want to do it. But I'm almost thinking of going into the options and turning the speech volume to zero while leaving the good music volume up at where it is. Can okay. you? I think you could actually turn the dialogue to Japanese if you'd rather that. No, that might be an idea. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure you can do that. Yeah, that might be an idea. Maybe I'll try that. Okay. Um. That, that bad, huh? that. That's I just yeah intense. I can't stand it. It's awful. It is really bad. Are it's they long winded too? Like, is there a lot of? Well, it's a JRPG, so yeah, they talk okay. a lot. Yeah, I guess so. I heard um, a clip of it before we started podcasting. Uh, you were playing it with the volume on. The voice acting didn't sound that bad. It's like it is so far. This one specific girl and this new character just came across. I just can't stand whenever they talk. And maybe it's more so how they're presenting the dialogue than the dialogue itself. Mm. But the, the the one main female character sounds like literally like the helpless damsel in distress like the whole time, just kind of soft, high pitched voice, like she's almost always confused or something. Mm. And I just oh you yeah you sound like a bimbo. Shut up. Um. All right. Now I'm just no, I'm enjoying it. There's some really cool things to it. First off, like some of the Pokemon games, they have the L equals A thing, so you can play one handed. Which, always a huge fan of that. Because I'm at my computer, right hand's on the mouse, left hand's playing a DS. That's okay. great. Um, I just had the game, like, the visuals look great. In fact, if you actually stand still, the camera will, like, zoom pretty far out. And you can kind of see the whole area. And those are always some great-looking shots, especially if you're in, like, that opening town. It just looks really, it looks real great. It's all kind of, like, hand-drawn. That looks really nice. Um... When you put here's some interesting stuff and 3ds is specific, I guess. When you mm-hmm. put the 3ds into sleep mode, so close it, for every eight hours that pass, you get an S point. I don't know if it's a sleep point or you get some kind of point that you can use in the game, or you can buy them with real money. What? So like microtransactions? There is microtransactions, and it okay. even mentions like yes, you can buy them if you'd like. But for the most part, they're pretty ignorable, it seems, and you can get them for free just by closing your DS, which is the easiest way to get anything ever. Okay. So it's kind of weird then, but sure. Uh, I can't exactly remember what they do at the moment. I haven't... It might be summoning friends, now that I think about it. But there's also summoning friends, and, so the Street Pass. There's a cool bunch of cool Street Pass features. Mm-hmm. One of which is you can kind of take a an attack that you can do and it's almost like you're recording it and then you're sending that out so let's say you pick like 
thunder is your attack. So you get your character to do thunder, and you pick the send command, and then that'll anytime you street pass somebody, you know your character will be in their game, and that if they summon your character, your character will do thunder. So, for example, earlier today I street passed some guy, and I used his character, and his character's uh, attack actually was using a potion. Okay. So it was kind of getting a free potion, basically. Ah. So if you street pass stronger characters, you'll get bet like their better magic attacks and stuff. Do you get like anyone? Do they have to have the game? I assume can't you can't just be like, oh, I just street passed like my neighbor who just was playing Pokemon. So now I've got like a random move for that character that's probably weak. I I've only street passed like one guy, so I don't think I assume they have to have the game. Hmm. All right. For that specific one, because you have to send the character out. I'm not 100% that, sure, that's though. That's weird, though, that you... Oh, I guess, no, down, you're down in L.A. I keep forgetting that. There's a high chance you'd be playing, passing someone who actually has the game there. Right. Same yeah, no, I was actually surprised I passed somebody, but... um. Yeah. Another thing, and this might be for the more randomness, so, randomness factor. So the game starts and your home village gets destroyed. Um, oh, what? It's like Ninja Gaiden or something. It's, it's like crazy. every game it's like yeah God, God. from japan Here's, okay side yeah. note this game is super cliche yeah uh, is there amnesia right. in any way yeah the third character you get he introduces himself as i don't know what my past is wow is, is there like uh, any kind of pilgrimage anywhere is there anything? a chosen one oh yeah the girl you meet is a chosen one and then you find out the main character is also a chosen one whoa shit dude. spoilers dude <laughs> I'm, well, you learn these in the first hour. Like, this game is Shit, beyond cliche. So. Who are you going up against, though? Like, is it just an evil sorcerer or something? Or... I'm two hours in, so I don't really know yet, but... Okay, okay. I'm assuming there's an evil sorcerer. <laughs> anyway, the, the cool street pass thing I was going to mention. So your village yeah. gets destroyed, and you can actually help rebuild it throughout the game. But mm. to rebuild it, the village will have a whole bunch of different tasks that will take certain lengths of time. So when you streets pass somebody, you basically put that player to work on one of the tasks. So for example, like in, like building this attack or this weapon shop will take 70 hours. So you need to street pass like 70 people, but that's like a harder one, obviously. Like there's some that'll only take 30 minutes. Okay. So if you, if you put one guy on there, it'll take him 30 minutes. But if you put two guys on there, it'll take him like 15 minutes. Hmm. And then once the, the the shop has been restored, anytime you go to a save location, you can purchase stuff that is unlocked by restoring the village. And you can also upgrade the shops by putting people back to work on like an already rescued shop so that you can have more weapons and items unlocking. Which is pretty cool because that happens, you know, once again in real time. So it's just kind of nice to, when you notice the streets pass, just put them to work because you're you're unlocking stuff while playing the game normally. Hmm. Okay. That just sounds like almost like an iOS, like, Simpsons tapped out, you know, like, I mean, where you building It's like a thing building. on the side, like, it's not the main focus of the game, so... Yeah, no, it is literally just it, it, something that is behind everything. It's in the menus, you just you just set it up, and it gives you more items, and that's okay. kind of cool. And you're playing for, like, half hour anyway, and then at the end of it, oh, also this side thing opened up. And... The game can even be closed. Like, you can set it up, close the game, come back two hours, it'll be done, right? Oh, okay, the game, okay. The game does a whole bunch in sleep mode, which is really cool. Hmm. Um, cool. Have you been the 3D? Like, have you looked at how that? Yeah, 3D's been okay so far. Just now, recently, I've been getting a little bugged with it, so I don't know how much longer I'm going to go with the 3D. But um, you know, I'm giving it a fair chance. I've been playing okay. it on the train a lot, so I usually turn the 3D off because that would just be awful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's a old school Final Fantasy, I guess. You, you, so it's the, it's the kind of uh, RPG where you can change classes, and I that's not my preference, but you know, like whatever. the jobs style. I, yeah, it's, it's even they're even called jobs. Oh, okay, and I just don't care for that. I like them when they're like set to be like you are this one type of character. I don't know why I prefer that. Well, Plus I mean, you can make them to be like that. You can be like, all right, this playthrough, you are going to be a mage. Right, but I just, I guess I prefer, like, structure. I don't know, maybe authored. it's like this weird OCD tendency, but so you in mind, I'm the kid in, like, Pokemon who was like, no, I need to know what the rival's real canonical name is, because that's his name. So, okay. I guess. So you, you want a written it, character. You kind of have the yeah. same problem I have with, like, open world games, where it's like, I don't want to do all this extra stuff. I just kind of want to go do the next thing. Like, I was so thinking about it, and, like, I, too, too it's much almost choice. like I don't want to create my own story. I want to, like, exist in a, in a, in a pre-made story, almost. Like, you know, I don't care that the character has amnesia. I don't need to, like, relate to him, because I also don't know what's going on. Just give me a character, and then write enough, like, backstory in the dialogue that I'll pick it up, and it's like I'm more so kind of just watching a movie as opposed to, like... Ex- uncovering an adventure. I don't know. I'm just more into that. Like the Tales games, they never do jobs. It's always set stuff. Yeah. And those are probably my favorite RPGs. So. Okay. Um, I guess any other specific questions? John, you're going to be playing it soon. Anything specific? Yeah. By the time this the proper recording of this goes up, I'll probably... I've already picked it up. Cool. I just... Uh, something else friend-related just happened. Oh, we can send... Something about we can use each other's spells or something like that. One per character. So you, it even said, so make sure you get four good, or three, uh, yeah, four good friends or something. So it seems like there's some cool connectivity stuff that we'll have to try out. Um, is there any inkling as to why it is called Bravely Default? Actually, yes. Uh, good question. Okay. In the battle system, you can kind of, it's almost like stances. You can set your character to be brave or to default which can also be triggered using the triggers. So left is uh, brave, right is default. If you do default, your character is going to kind of, uh, they're going to, you're going to lose your turn because they're going to be shielding themselves. Mm-hmm. But you're, they're also going to gain an additional battle point or something like that. Okay. And then if you go into brave, it allows you to have an additional action on your turn. So you could attack like twice but it costs battle points. Now, the interesting part is that you can go into the negatives um, for a max of four. So every turn you get one battle point. If you hit default, you'll get an additional one. So you could start storing them and then do like a huge combo if you wanted to. But keep in mind, every time you go into default, you're just going to be taking damage while in a defensive mode. So you're not going to be attacking. But let's say I start the match, I have my one battle point, and I hit Brave once, it's going to use up my normal attack and an additional battle point, so I'll be at negative one, but I'll get to attack twice. And if you're in the negatives, you don't get to move, you, you lose your turn, so the enemy is going to basically get to attack the character twice. So you can kind of choose which characters are going to do a bunch of damage combos, which ones are not. Um, but from the way I've noticed, is it seems like a really good finishing move, because, like I said, you can do it up to four times, and it doesn't carry over between battles. So you could do, like, four attacks in a row, get way into the negatives, but if you killed the boss, or, like, killed the enemy, there's no negative to you, because it just resets when you play the next enemy. 
All right, so it's a risk reward thing. Like if you time there, it right, yes, it's yeah. a risk reward thing. But and you know you have the ability to like kind of check out the enemy stats. So if you can tell, like if I attacked you four times right now, I think I could kill you. And then if you do it, you're done. But if you're not, you're gonna have to go through like four of their attacks because you're gonna miss like three turns of yourself because you're in the negative. So stuff like that. Interesting. Um, okay. And then one sure last weird thing yeah. is that. Anytime you're in the menus, it switches the control scheme to the D-pad. Same with the battle, which is just weird, and I don't know why it does that. So you'll be running around the world with your with the analog stick, and you get into a battle, and now you got to switch to the D-pad. I don't, I don't know why. And specifically, okay. L equals A when you're on the overworld map or like outside of combat, but right on the D-pad equals A when you're in a battle. Because you can only use the D-pad or the triggers for Brave and Default. That is weird, but it's kind of weird that they kind of put like one and a half, con- like control schemes in it. So yeah. it'll take some getting used to. But um. But you're get you're getting. I'm getting used to it, and okay. you know, like it's a JRPG. If you're looking for a classic JRPG, you know. Uh, this is a classic JRPG. I think the coolest thing is all the stuff it does in standby mode so far. Oh, okay. Those, those are cool. And the street passing stuff, like, it seems they had some smart ideas for using the 3DS. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. There, there you go. Square done good. By the sound of it, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Is this, this is Square, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're allowed to use Phoenix down. Yeah. yeah. Like, is Phoenix down only in Final Fantasy? Uh, I think right? so. Far as I'm aware of. Okay. Off I guess so. I didn't put this together that this was Square. I thought it was just someone else, like, from Square. But, uh, yeah, no, there are Phoenix Downs in there, and I was like, are, are these people allowed to use it? But, no, if you're telling me it's Square, then that would make sense. I'll double-check the, the uh, developer, but I'm pretty sure it's in-house Square. Right, okay. But that would make sense. But it's weird to be playing, like, not a game called Final Fantasy and seeing straight-up Phoenix Down. That is weird. I, I don't know if they've, you know, done that in some of their, like, wait, do, like, the mana games, what do they use for that kind of stuff? John, like, any idea? Sorry, Secret of Mana games, they use, oh, God, what do they use? For like Cup, Cup of Wishes, I believe, was what they used in original Secret of Mana. Okay, okay. Uh, Silicon Studio. Dragon, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest use, oh, what do they use? Oh, man. I mean, they were completely... That's fair as well, right? Yeah. That was, well, that was Enix. Until they combined back when uh, okay. Final Ten came out, yeah, Dragon Quest Eight was the first Dragon Quest that came out under Square Enix. Yeah, maybe the someone in the channel. Poor Blimey, yeah. that, that was kind of his thing. He had this metal. Uh, Silicon Studio and Five PB developed uh, Bravely Default. Okay, uh, is that Silicon Studio founded in two thousand has worked on different titles for the PS3, PlayStation Portal, and Nintendo 3DS, notably mm-hmm. 3D Dot Game Heroes. Oh, so it's not Square. Uh, no, apparently not. I didn't think so. I thought it was. I thought it was like some old Final Fantasy developers at a new company. Uh, oh. These guys have done Operation Darkness, which is that weird like World War II tactics RPG game with werewolves. That's on the Xbox 360. Great. <laughs> uh, 3D Dot Game Heroes, which was on the PS3, and Bravely Default. <laughs> Well, I guess since Square's publishing it, they could be like, hey, is it cool okay. if we use this? And... I see what the mistake is. Uh, in North America, it's published by Nintendo. In Japan, it's Square Enix. Yeah, okay. 
So, okay, in so fact, we're thinking they're allowed to use Phoenix Down because it's published by Square somewhere? Yeah. Or do you think everyone's allowed to use Phoenix Down and nobody does because it's such a Final Fantasy thing? Pretty sure it's a Square Enix thing. Probably, okay. yeah. I'm sure they just kind of that. Just kind of an interesting thing I noticed, so. Yeah, that is kind of weird, but there you go. Also, yes. like, the nerdiest possible thing to have a discussion about, but... That's this podcast. Well, right? thank God this is a nerdy podcast. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else did I play? I played. Uh, I played a bit of the Broken Age. I don't know Have if you, I, where are you I don't now? Know if we talked about that last week. Uh, you, I think you said you started it, but you said okay. you played like fifteen minutes, right? So. Yeah. So I played about maybe an hour or so. Uh, I actually uh, played a bit of Shay's Quest. Got stuck. Uh, so I started playing the girl. What's her name? Uh. It starts with a V. Yeah. Is it Vala or something? Vela? Vela. That, that sounds right. I think it's Vela, yeah. I play a bit of hers, uh, less of hers, um, but another really cool premise. Uh, I'm liking that game. I want to go back to it. I just... Games started coming out, so... Yeah, a little bit. This, this yeah. next there, little, There's like five games I've heard of that come out this month. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, five one of them? come out this month? What did you do with her? Uh, Bravely Default... Uh, Danganronpa, uh, Donkey Country Tropical Freeze, right? Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two, Professor Layton Six. Uh, I'm way behind on that series. <laughs> okay. There's a fifth one that I've got pre-ordered. I'm just blanking. Are you right in a thief or you're not? Not thief. No. Okay. Octodad came and you bought that, so thank you. I, I oh, was gifted, right. gifted it actually. Dude, I played an hour of Octodad today. That totally happened. Well, let's talk about some Octodad. Yeah. Have you guys checked out Octodad? Like the no, original studio game? That, I actually downloaded the original studio game. I'm probably going to play that before I play Dadly's Catch. Okay. I, I played that back when that happened a couple years ago. Um, Yeah. I guess the most noteworthy thing about that game is just its wacky control scheme. Like, it's almost got a co-op-like charm to it in that it's hard to do basic stuff. So just nutty things happen. Like, you're an octopus in a suit. And you walk around and do basic daily tasks. At I least... love the concept of the octopus just wants a family. Yeah, yeah. It starts with him getting married, and that goes fine. And then he's at home years later, pouring his daughter some milk before she goes to school. But actually, you're whipping that jug all over the place, and then knocking over the table, and then successfully <laughs> waving it near the glass, and then she runs away. And yeah, it, there's some weird kind of just broken stuff, but it's kind of funny just to see it happen. So that hour was pretty entertaining for the that most part. That does sound pretty funny. Like as long as milk ended up in this glass, task complete. Exactly. Like th- there was one where it's like you need to get six basketballs in the hoop. And I ended up just kind of wobbling my tentacle with the ball all around there. And I got six points eventually. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, it, it's super <laughs> janky, but it's kind of, that's the whole thing. It's just physics being broken. Like, it, yeah, it's kind of in the same mind space for me as like a surgeon simulator or something where it's like the charm is how wonky it plays. But I'm getting more out of this already. I'm a little worried, though, because like I watched Polygon's review of the game. Apparently, at some point, there's, like, stealth action in it. Yeah, I've heard that, too. And I don't know why you would put that in a game with, like, the basic 
act of walking across the room is like hard. So now it's like you gotta stay out of the spotlight, and you're just like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is already crazy." <laughs> Are you kidding so me? Fun. I'm an octopus. Yeah, like I don't know. And I mean, there's this evil chef that's trying to stop you. Like he's shown up a couple times. So there's sort of a story, but it's it's just it's a comedy game, really. Like I'm sure it's. I was almost like thinking it was like this is probably more fun to watch. Like you might just want to watch this be played. And laugh at the person's ineptitude because it's just so weird looking. But you're just like, no, it's actually hard. And I don't know. That control scheme is pretty well thought out for how wonky it is. So, like you... what? How do you feel about the move version of this game coming out, where one, it's four player co-op, and yeah, each yeah. person controls the limb? Really? That's a thing. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Uh. There's already a co-op in this version, but I'm not sure what that would do. Like, is it someone's the arms and the other person's the legs or something? But that sounds like chaos, but it'll probably be funny. So, yeah. That, this game just is going for funny, like, most of the time. So uh, Out in the chat, I just want to say, ACFan120 says, Octodad is easy to control, actually. So, Nathan, you must be lying. No, no. It's, like, it's not that it's... It's just you're bumping into things. Like, it's not like I'm failing the objectives... It's just you look ridiculous doing anything. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Like it's like I'm standing in line waiting to go to the aquarium and buy a ticket, but then I'm like knocking over all the velvet ropes and then bumping into the person in front of me because I'm an octopus. Like it's just <laughs> wacky. So Yeah, just the imagery just sounds really funny. Yeah. No, it, it's it's worth a look at for a while. It, it's certainly entertaining at a very basic level for a, at least an hour. I don't know. I'm I'm still just like that stealth stuff sounds like just a weirdest idea, but I'll find out firsthand, I guess, at some point. But yeah, it's it's, it's goofy. It's sure. Dadley's catch also wordplay. Right. Great uh, last title game, sequence. But I play pl- obviously I played some more Risk of Rain. Uh, since last week we beat it on normal, so now we play it on hard and we get killed in like ten minutes every time. Hmm. But yeah, tune in for that every night. <laughs> Risk of rain. Monsoon? Monsoon difficulty, yep. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even beat it on normal with you guys. I beat it on easy and then flaked out for a couple days and then... Normal's easy now. Normal is so easy. Do you have all the classes unlocked or... No, we don't. Not yet. One of them can beat the game five times, so... Okay. Cool. All right. right, There you go. on the news then. And what I'm going to lead off in the news. Music coming to Steam. Yeah, so they, I guess, to be more specific, they're not doing a streaming service. They're just going to allow you to import your library, similar to, I guess, iTunes. Uh, so album art will be in there too, but you'll just have like a another way to access your music. That's mm. a thing. That's weird, I guess. That is kind of weird, but... I mean, I've gotten a movie through Steam before, so I don't even know. I don't even know if this is a music store. The article literally talks about all you can bring your music into Steam. Hmm. It might just be a new interface for your music. So it's, hey, it's probably you're like already an iTunes opening type up Steam deal. to check on the daily deals. Now you don't even have to open up iTunes. That's I cool. Think, I think that's the plan. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And back in the so. day, I'd play my Midnight Brown mixtape when I played Counter Strike. So <laughs> now I can do that. That might also be an easy way to just transfer, like, your audio into, like, games that support custom soundtracks, like, audio. That's what I was thinking. It might make it at least easier for more games now. Yeah. I love playing my own music under stuff, so. 
cool. Or like something like Audio Surf, maybe that would remove a middleman. I don't know. That'd yeah, cool. there you go. Maybe. But, okay. In the future. The next one, this one was weird. Happened early in the week. Uh, someone, not Ubisoft, uh, canceled the trademark for Watch Dogs. What, what does did, that mean? Did they actually? I think they tried to and it failed. Um, no, I believe they did because Ubisoft came out and I quote, we are working directly with the USPTO on reinstating the trademark for Watch Dogs and it will be active again in the coming days. No mat. sorry, the matter has no impact on the Watch Dogs development. Okay. So, someone, they got it, they took it down, at least. So there was at least a bit of a hiccup there. That That's weird. Why would you do that? But, alright. Frauds. I remember this when this first surfaced, I think someone noticed it on the Nintendo Wii first, or in relation to the, or sorry, the Wii U, I mean. Mm-hmm. In relation to that, so people were thinking like, oh no, are more people pulling from the Wii U? And then it turns out, no, I got pulled from like everything, and then that wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. Um, I guess but yeah, that was that's weird. That's kind of funny. Maybe yeah. they could they could tie that into like a pretty funny way of marketing the game too. It's like, well, the main character is trying to get rid of hackers. Our... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah maybe this, this was all a stunt. Maybe it was all a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I guess. Sorry, you you briefly mentioned people bailing on the Wii U. That reminded me of that Batman Arkham Origins thing. Yes, where this happened they like canceled... two weeks ago. Yeah, they canceled the season pass. It's just like. Sorry, you can have a refund, though. It's just kind of not... Right, there was not enough cool. demand, so they were like, well, we're not developing it for Wii U, any of the DLC. That's just, that's not a good sign, I guess. That's an awful sign. Yeah, I mean, I, I have that game, but not on Wii U. I have it on PC, so I, I understand if not a lot of people picked up that version, but still, I don't know. That, that doesn't give me a lot of confidence as a Wii U owner that people are working on making this thing, but whatever that's that's yeah i sorry if that was too old i i just was no whatever I, we, we didn't bring it up but we that's good <clears throat> yeah yeah we got a small comment from nintendo uh just based on everything that kind of happened with them um so there was an interview uh, us, in specifically. The- us specifically yeah. yeah they contacted uh sean and i and we're like hey let let your friend john know <laughs> give him a heads up yeah <laughs> Um, so Nikkei, the one that originally announced that rumor that turned out to not be totally true, uh, they did an interview uh, with Nintendo recently, uh-huh. uh, and I'll just I'll just read the full thing. <clears throat> uh, they stated like uh, we'll change the or sorry I'm not gonna read the whole thing I'm gonna read the specific quote here. Uh, we'll change the way we sell products by managing customer information by the internet. We'll offer discounts to steady regular customers. We'll cultivate emerging markets and launch new business in health and other areas. Uh, in an emerging country, you can expand the user base only after you offer a product line different from advanced economies in pricing. We should abandon old assumptions about our businesses. We are considering uh, mergers and uh, acquisitions as an option. For this reason, we'll step up uh, share buybacks. Hmm. Okay. So I think the most interesting part, because we already knew about the health stuff and that they're looking for our internet uh, customer information and whatnot in the in the discounts, but just the idea of, like we should abandon old assumptions about our businesses, and then the mergers and acquisitions part is probably the most interesting uh, in, in my opinion. Yeah, so it looks like there's quite a few paragraphs kind of clarifying what that might mean. Like, right, right. The original, yeah, like talking to Nikkei or whatever the paper <laughs> over there that published it. But okay, 
I guess it's good to hear them say we're going to abandon old business strategies since that seems to consistently not work too well for them. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Diversifying. There's talk yeah, they're going to start bringing more of their Japanese-only games over here, too. We're getting that uh, Tomodachi collection, I think the name of the game is. Yeah, that's come up a couple times on, like, podcasts and things. What is that, though? Like, what is that? It's, it's a... Uh, it's kind of like a Sims type deal where you basically live the lives of the Mies inside your 3DS. Okay, cool. I guess uh, I believe they've also said that they're going to look into like th- publishing more third-party games over here. So like some RPGs that we that only Japan gets, we might start getting from Nintendo now. Okay. I guess what I want to know though, like, aren't there a bunch of legendary Starfy games that didn't come out here? Yeah, um, three other ones to be exact. All yeah, right, we got one, right? Where's my trilogy at? You know, like just put that out. Yeah, we got one on DS. Yeah, I own it. All right, I I don't even know if it's good. I'm just remember that is a it is really problem. really easy, like <laughs> easier than Kirby easy. Yes, yes. It, the gameplay Whoa. is Kirby. Okay. Seemed like it would be kind of Kirby-ish. That dude looks like he would hang out with Kirby, but yeah, <laughs> they just that dude looks candy. like something Kirby would ride around on. Kinda, you know. Where's my Kirby Air Ride Two? I don't know. That maybe that's hopefully that's part of the strategy. Smash yeah. Brothers has absorbed everything. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. Nintendo update. Yep. This next story uh, I put here, yeah. mainly because the name of the story just made me stop and just smile and laugh because it was so dumb. But um, so Namco Bandai, they are now Bandai Namco. So there you go. So now they can be abbreviated Banco. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess internationally they've been known as Bandai Namco for a while because Bandai is apparently a bigger brand elsewhere. Yeah, because they've they got are, unifying that across all territories now. So Namco's taken the backseat, which is weird to me because they're, they're kind of were a big deal, but I guess no longer. So, Wait, would you go Bamco or Banco? I'd go Bamco. With an Bamco? M? Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. There you go. That's it. I got, I don't know. I just noticed that and was like, okay, that's dumb enough to warrant a mention as this is officially... That is the name now. Don't you can't call it Namco Bandai anymore. And then and I guess it, just today, it, it's affixed April first, which also seemed like really that okay. Is it all right? Not getting jumpstart on a joke, but okay. But anyway, there you go. And what was it? What were you saying? Yeah. So just today, uh, the Sonic cast, I guess, yeah. yeah, got a redesign. And you know, I'm looking at these redesigns and like. Like Tails looks the, the exact same. I think Amy looks the same too. Uh, Amy, well, besides the clothing change, more or less, yeah. Like Sonic looks, he's got he like has a, a scarf. scarf now. Yeah, scarf. And one of his socks looks like it's a little lower than the he, other. One. He's got a, he's got a bunch of bandages around his like his arms and his legs and his feet. Yeah, I don't think those are socks. Anymore. His his quills are a little spread out a bit too. He's got that little tiny one now. Okay. Knuckles, on the other hand. Knuckles looks, he, he is beat Knuckles up. is ready for football. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the thing that jumps out with this picture that's been going around. I haven't watched the video yet. Like, there's there's kind of a teaser, right? Yeah. Okay. And also, uh, yeah, they announced another game as well. What is this one called? Is Sonic it a, Boom. 
Sonic Boom. It's also going to be a cartoon series, what they're saying, the CG cartoon series. Great. I mean, there were two classic Sonic cartoons from my childhood, so bring it back. You know, let a new generation know. It's got attitude. And, I, I like how you say uh, two when we know for a fact that Sean is probably taking offense to you not mentioning the third one. There was a third? Oh, I'm sorry. There was two simultaneous, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then... Sonic Underground. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. My Sonic cartoon knowledge is a little deficient. But... Which one was Sonic? What was Sonic X? Oh, right. Well, that's that's more like 2000, wasn't it? Wait, yeah, I think like... it was later than 2000. I think it was a little later. Wait, is this like the half dozenth Sonic cartoon then? Is this not even special in any way then <laughs> well there hasn't been a cartoon a sonic cartoon in a while i'd imagine so okay they're sure that's all i was getting at is this this has been a little while and since. john as the sonic fan you are are you excited for another sonic game that is going to disappoint uh it's probably not even marketed towards me so i'm not even worried about it or yet. is this the one is this the one that's finally going to turn sonic around no this is the from what i've seen this is looking more like a cooperative game Oh, so, so Sonic Heroes. Like, yeah, it's probably yeah. Sonic Heroes-ish. I don't know. The, I'm sure the cartoon itself will probably be all right. Sonic Heroes is not good either. I also, that I, song. I kind of like Eggman's design that they got, or Robotnik's design now. It makes him look like a 1920s aviator pilot. Isn't that what he always looks like? Well, now he's got like the like the old like pilot suit and everything now. Hmm. Okay. I don't okay. see any pictures of him, but I'm not watching that video, so. Great. Sonic, Sonic's back and better than something. What was that last one called? The kind of galaxy... Sonic style? Lost World. Oh, man. I'm just looking at the comments. Do you guys remember Lunatics Unleashed? Oh, my God. That's when they tried to turn, like, Bugs Bunny and everyone into superheroes, wasn't it? Yeah, and they're all, like, radical and stuff. And they're, <laughs> like... The Roadrunner is, like, just covered in, like, spikes on his tail and whatnot. I, I remember this. Remember. And they had superpowers. Oh, I can't even... I don't even remember what the superpowers were. I gotta look up some Lunatics Unleashed. <laughs> Great. There was also a Kirby cartoon, I'm reminded, from... Yeah, Kirby, yeah. 12 years ago on Foxbox. That's the one. Yeah. TV. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Oh, Sonic Boom, that song. Remember? Remember that song? It's, it's called... All right, okay, here's the characters of Lunatics Unleashed. For All those right. curious. We got Ace Bunny. <laughs> His main killer was Yellow... Before the some meteor hit the city, he was a stunt rabbit. Oh, he's the descendant of Bugs Bunny. Okay. Ah, so it's not Bugs Bunny himself. I'm that makes see what the their major super, difference. What their powers were. Uh, it's not telling me the powers. Okay, next character, Lexi Bunny, descendant of Lola Bunny. Oh. She was the pink one. Okay. Um, before the meteor hit, she was trying to become a cheerleader. Oh, of course. All right, we got Danger Duck. <laughs> yeah. Descendant of Daffy Duck. He was orange. Before the meteor hit, he was a pool boy. We got Slam Tasmanian. These are all amazing. These are all Descendant amazing. Descendant of the Tasmanian Devil. He was purple. He was a fighter in the ring. Oh, here we go. We got Tech E Coyote. Oh my God. Does, does he talk? Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe he did talk, if I recall. Right? I remember watching this show. Descendant of Wiley Coyote, he was a college student that got kicked out for, for his genius took too long. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right, we got Rev Runner. Uh, he was a delivery boy. Perfect job. When did this come out? When was this? This I was 2005 to 2007 on the Kids WB. I remember watching this show. 
Two okay. seasons of it. Wow. I just totally never heard this happened, but great. Superheroes. Why not? Ace looks weird. His ears, I don't know. Just like, coming at you. What were their powers? Do we know? I don't know what their powers are. It's not telling me in the list of characters and stuff. All right. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> or talk about Duck Dodgers. Did that have its own show or just its own Duck game? Duck Dodgers did eventually get its own cartoon, yep. Okay. And there was a Super Nintendo game, right? Yep. And an N64 game. That's... That, okay. I didn't play the second one, I guess, then. But, huh. Important research. Lunatic spelled L-O-O-N. I did that wrong before. It's obvious in retrospect, but... Yeah. Warner Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was looking at Wikipedia. Where I yep. should have been looking, where I'm looking now, is the Lunatics Unleashed Wiki. Oh my god. <laughs> of course it has a wiki. Alright, Ace Bunny's weapon of choice is a collapsible sword. Okay. So it breaks on him when he swings it. Got it. It was revealed in the second season to be a Frelengian energy weapon. A weapon to a reference to Frizz Freleng. Wait, did you say Lola Bunny factored into the genealogy here? Isn't that Space Jam? Like, is yeah, that's yeah, part of this canon of Lola Bunny, like Lexi Rabbit or whatever. Okay, fantastic. Is Michael Jordan in the show? Asks the chat. Okay, here we go. Ace Bunny had optical yes. enhancement, laser vi- vision, and he used the Guardian Strike Sword. Okay. Uh, Lexi Bunny had sonic hearing, brain blast, and temporary plant control. I guess this was on for two years, and I'm doing. Was there no video game adaptation of any kind? Lunatics? Not that I know. Probably some Flash game or something. That, okay. This must have been a DS game at some point. Or like, yeah, I guess it would have been DS at that. Danger point. Duck had the Power Orb Randomizer, the Quantum Quack, and Aqua Defense. I'm looking up if there was a game. Slam Tasmanian had Tornado Maximizer and Thunder Mode. The show received mixed reviews from critics, scoring about a 5 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Although, although having a large fan base, the show was also greeted with negative criticism for audiences familiar with the original versions of Looney Tunes. Hmm. It apparently made it, it made it to a second season at least, and it's out okay, on DVD. Priority had superhuman intelligence, magnetic manipulation, and molecular regeneration. This is so dumb. Yeah, I'm looking at all the. We need to regain control of this and go on to email. Yeah, we're really going down a wormhole here. It's just it keeps going. Rev Runner had super speed, <laughs> GPS, <laughs> and flying. Okay. He also had a brother called Rip Runner. I guess I did ask what were their powers, so this is my fault. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. Know. 26 we episodes. About, how did we get to this? We're talking about Sonic. We were talking yeah. about talking Sonic. Sonic. And you saw a comment on that article that led to Lunatics. Yeah. Right. Right, okay. Weird powers and great. Okay, so Knuckles is big and crazy, just kind of like Slam Tasmanian, so it's awesome. In conclusion. Uh, questions? 
emails. Yeah, sounds good. I'm loading up uh, the questions online now. People in the chat, if you got some questions, now's the time to send them to us. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, this first one comes from Christopher. Mm-hmm. He writes, has a video game ever shocked you by having legitimately smart AI? Um, Left for Dead. Okay, like the AI director stuff? Or? Yeah, and the AI director is actually pretty good in that. Yeah. Still has these dumb moments, but it's genuinely really good. Well, it's like zombie hordes, but yeah, it makes for some... Well, I mean, like even like the special stuff. units and stuff like that, just properly oh, okay, timed. Okay. Just tends to get you when you're going around a corner. Yeah. I remember when it came out, like, Fear was really impressive, but I don't know if that still holds up. It's just they kind of had a lot of evasive stuff they would do that was kind of cool. Um... And Far Cry 2, honestly, at times impressed me. Like, dude's kind of, like, I duck around a rock and dude's gone and he comes up behind me or whatever. Like, just kind of frantic gunfights. But, um, yeah, th- that's a couple. Recently, more recent than that, though, I- I'm trying to, I don't know if I've been too, like, caught off guard by just like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting Yeah, nothing's that. jumping out to me. I can't think of anything, crazy. though. I mean, Hall in Miami, like, they rush at you. No, there's there's no AI in that. That's just yeah, they're aggroed or not, and they they act really dumb sometimes. Yeah, they're just kind of like that way. Oh, I killed it. Done. And yeah, they're just mindless. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That there's a couple though. Fear. All right. Next question from Allison says, Sean, do you ever feel different on the podcast because you are the only dude without glasses? Yeah. Does your eyesight kind of make you feel? weird like, would it oh, would it man. make you feel better if i just took my glasses off and just did the rest of the podcast like this Blind. no oh, why no it would not put those back on why <laughs> you feel special because you have proper eyesight don't you you're one of those funny. people i need everyone i need you all to be beneath my foot <laughs> just make fun of our handicaps Jeez. you are never to look me directly eye to eye it must always be eye to glass to eye my to glass. eyes so if I got laser surgery, it'd just be no good. Exactly. Not... We can never we can never get laser surgery. We're stuck like this. It's cheating. Okay. Huh. Oh yeah. Every time we flip it around, it's like, are we ever envious of Sean's eyes? It's like, well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. You guys just gotta go get that laser eye surgery while you're awake while they're cutting your eyes apart. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds weird and nightmarish. Like, I mean, if you saw Final Destination Five, I don't know, man. You know, Dead Space Two. Yeah, also that. Eye surgeries ain't no joke. So, huh. Did we uh, say... What I'm saying is, Isaac is still alive. He is, that's true. true he made I'm it like, to a whole other game. He didn't play 3, so maybe something bad happens to him. No, after 3, he goes to PlayStation All-Stars, remember? Really? Was yeah, he in he's, he's in PlayStation All-Stars. He's that's... a downloadable character. Alright. What a Great. weird game. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Did we talk about where questions go, even? Or, no, we didn't. Oh, no, we didn't. We should. Yeah. yeah so. Okay. Someone should do that. Uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com. Uh, there's a Facebook group as well. You just type in Top Down Perspective. Or at TDP Podcast. And once again, I'm going to put the call out for iTunes reviews because I want to see us defeat RuneScape in the rankings. Are we, are we still, still losing the RuneScape? I, yeah, pretty sure. I mean. I don't know. I'll we check got a again. Long war ahead of us. I, I think I did see there was one. So appreciation to whomever it was that wrote that. I don't think they actually wrote anything. I think they just gave five stars and then put dot dot dot. That's fine. 
that works. Um, <laughs> Whatever if you it takes say some to stuff, beat though, RuneScape. Yeah, whatever it takes. Uh, I'm just, you know, mentioning it once more. But anyway, did, did we have some more uh, questions? Or? Uh, no, that's it. So if people want to send in questions next week, what should they do? Uh, I guess do those things I just said, or you could <laughs> tune in at the Top Down Perspective YouTube. Uh, we broadcast there, and you can ask us things live in the chat. You can just kind of say, yeah. hey, what, what's what's up with this? And then we'll be confronted with it right away and have to answer was there nothing earlier? I thought there was one weird thing. Um, I, I see scariest game you've ever played popped up in the chat. I'm not seeing the chat moving. Oh, now I'm seeing it. All right. It's really delayed. I don't know what's up with the chat. Here it's we go. YouTube streaming. That's YouTube streaming. What's the scariest game you've ever played? This is by AC Fan 120. Scariest game I've ever played. Um... Clock Tower for the Super Famicom. Okay. Um... I mean, I I feel because a person in the room who was like not affected, like John was just laughing like at Slenderman. I thought that was messed up. I hate that game. So I don't know. You thought it was messed up that I was laughing at it, or no? I I just find that game unsettling in this weird way. I don't know if I have weird forest memories that are repressed or something, but I don't like that whole thing. But I bought the Steam one for some reason. I don't know. Slender, like, it, that is a game of, like, looking over your shoulder, like, at times. I think it's just a genius thing, because I, I never want to do that. That's the thing. I You know, especially at the time, I was, like, working as a janitor at night, so I'd be, like, walking home at night, and then just, like, God damn it, Like, just kind of little moments of that. It's just, like, all right, there's no one there, but <laughs> you got my head, man. So, yeah, Slender, eight pages, that, that stupid Unity thing, that, that was one of them. I'll, I'll just say that. I mean, there's others. I thought the first Bioshock was pretty creepy at the beginning of it. There's some weird stuff in that game, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still, like, weird masks. Still has, still has one of my favorite moments in any game, though. Is that when you, like, like the jump scare when you open the... What's your favorite moment? Uh, it's been six years. I think we can get into that. Where, where you meet Andrew Ryan. Oh, okay, yeah. That whole Okay, so just nothing to do with scary... No, well, it depends on if you think it's scary. Like, ha- remember how that Andrew Ryan scene ends? It's pretty weird. I can, it's, it's not. Weird. I didn't find it scary. I didn't find Bioshock scary at all. Keep that in mind. Okay. But that was a quite the moment. You're right. No, I love that. That is one of my favorite moments of Bioshock. So there you go. There's some scary stuff to some extent. Although, Sean, did you, did you say one? I thought the first Bioshock was pretty creepy. I yeah. usually just stay away from any game that even sounds remotely scary. Oh, okay. So, like, Amnesia, nope. Amnesia 2, no. Call of Cthulhu, eh. I don't want to play that. So, okay. Actually, Call of Cthulhu is a good game. There's some cool stuff in there. But, yeah, just obligatory shout-out. It's on Steam. Anyway. Uh, we got one more question? Yep. Actually, we had a whole bunch. I'm going to pick one. Here we go. NY Video Game Freak says, What game have you had to stop playing midway through because it was so bad? Hmm. Fantastic Four 2 Rise of Silver Surfer. Like you were going on a points quest and you're just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Aiden Chronicles, the first mage for N64. Okay. 
do you want to, that sounds oddly specific. Like, was it like you rented it and it was just like, God damn it. Yep. I rented it. And then yeah. I got outside in a battle where, uh, neither the monster nor myself could actually hit each other. And then I couldn't run away because it was raining. So we were stuck in this battle where no one was hitting anyone for like 15 minutes. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I mean, it says specifically halfway through it. Like there was, what is that game? It was like that Skyrim-esque game that came out like two years later. Rage? No, that one was okay. That Rage? No, it actually got a sequel. Dragon's Dogma? I have that. I've been meaning to play that. I didn't hear that was that bad. No, I don't own it. Um, Sorry, Brittany was looking at my game shop. Are you thinking of The Golden Compass? Kingdom of Amalur? No, no. Kim Gizamo is good, and Golden Compass I never played. Although, there were a few games like that that I bought. Like, I had Spider-Man Unleashed or whatever. Or what was that one? Spider-Man versus something? I don't know, but I own it for PS3. I have no idea what you're talking about anymore. It's the one where he's like this, right? It's like a 2007-era <clears throat> Spider-Man game. Yeah, it had, it like, was... Wolverine and Venom in it. Oh, it's supposed to be Easy Not Darkness. Uh, I don't remember. I, whatever. There was some crappy Spider-Man game. Web of Shadows. No, it wasn't. It was before that. It was like oh shit. Oh oh, yeah. friend or foe. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Um, but okay. Sorry again. I'm kind of like dodging around. I'm trying to see if there's like halfway through. Oh, actually, Mercenaries Two. That was what? a game. No, I went in that game really pumped because I love the first Mercenaries, and then just petered out like it was just kind of like yeah and then just stop playing it so yeah that was not a very good game did you did you play it did you like it pandemic that was one of their last games i played a bit of mercenaries too i thought it was all right okay but, but it's not worth finishing though apparently i you know how i play games nathan that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good or a bad game okay i guess just how hard i played the first mercenaries this was extremely weird for oh, i got another good one Okay. Bullet Witch. Bullet Witch. <laughs> yeah, there's some rough early 360 games. I guess uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. I also stopped playing that. That was a good game, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked it. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I actually beat American Wasteland or got close. All right. It was like eight years. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But, John, you beating games doesn't make it a good game either. That's also true, technically. Uh, I would like to once again. Oh, the chat. Bring Mediocre. Up 99 Nights. <laughs> Ah, fucking hell. Yeah, I have that for some reason. Two Worlds was the game. The chat picked it up. That didn't come out after Skyrim? What are you talking about? No, not Skyrim. Sorry, Oblivion. It was before. Yeah, Yeah, Two Worlds does have a sequel. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, so does 99 Nights, so I don't know. (laughs) Ten minutes into Two Worlds, I was just like, no, this this is not anything. But yeah, 99 Nights. It's like Dynasty Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Be kind of fun. Yeah. One million troops. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah. That. That's it. Really for ones that are coming to mind. Yeah. Okay. Got one from. I don't even know what this is. So this might be a short one. Yeah. Are any of you going to be getting into the Hat in Time alpha that is later this month? Uh, Hat in Time is a 3D platformer akin to like Banjo Kazooie, Mario 64 games like that. Okay. There was a Kickstarter for it, I believe, last year that uh, garnered a lot of publicity. Hmm. Not okay. enough that I heard about it. <laughs> uh, I'm a, so no, I'm not play. me. 
I might play it. I don't know. I haven't. I'm not gonna try to get into the alpha. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Con- like, I mean, item collecting platformers. Well, like a, a traditional fine. 3D platformer, like in the N64 PS1 era. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, is it is that a thing where it's like, well, those went away for a reason? But maybe it's like, no, actually, it's fine. That's a solid premise. You could totally do that. But like, I mean, like, remember Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts was like making fun of that very idea, right up front. Like, it's just like, go collect all these jiggies, and you're just like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And Let's then buy you, some vehicles. And then, then you no forget the fact that yeah, people actually wanted the collection. In I guess, but you know, I like Nuts and Bolts, cool. man. Nuts and I like Nuts and Bolts too. It's got weird cars. It's it's fun, but like remember, most Airplane. people were ex- were expecting Banjo Three or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, people were expecting that traditional like collectathon. I guess yeah, and I mean Mario stuff is totally well. I mean you're collecting stars, but it's more you're just completing stages again. So they mm-hmm. kind of downplayed that. Although Galaxy Two totally had all that stuff. So I, I don't know. Sure, I guess other platforms could use something shiny that you collect things in. Cool. Nathan, how are you on time? I, I'm thinking we should call it. You're right. I gotta go watch Ghost in the Shell. All right. Classic anime. So. The the, oh, quick game. Game of the week. Yeah. Game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. Games of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh, okay. Uh, nine, nine, nine. I liked it. It kicks off a crazy new franchise. That's cool. I've got so many choices. I guess I'm gonna say Pokemon. Whoa, John's favorite game. 2013. Yep, there you go. Done. Lockdown. 2014 is 2013. And yeah. mine is uh, Smoke and Mirrors, the second episode of Both Among Us. Okay. So we'll be back next week. I'm going to go Chiptune Music Festival. Woo. Yeah. I'm going to go eat food. Yeah, me too. Because I, I didn't eat food. Me Woods runs a crazy movie. You guys should check it out. What? Yeah. All right, bye. Later.